Hello and welcome to the Daily Catholic Catechism Podcast. My name is Dan and it's a pleasure to have you here. It is August 11th and we will be reading paragraph 1740 through 1747 today. And it is the 19th Sunday in Ordinary Time. So happy Sunday everybody. We are uh, in part 3 of the Catechism, Life in Christ. And we'll close out Article 3, Man's Freedom today. And we begin in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Threats to Freedom The exercise of freedom does not imply a right to say or do everything. It is false to maintain that man, the subject of this freedom, is an individual who is fully self-sufficient and whose finality is the satisfaction of his own interests and the enjoyment of earthly goods. Moreover, the economic, social, political, and cultural conditions that are needed for a just exercise of freedom are too often disregarded or violated. Such situations of blindness and injustice injure the moral life and involve the strong as well as the weak in the temptation to sin against charity. By deviating from the moral law, man violates his own, his own freedom, becomes imprisoned within himself, disrupts neighborly fellowship, and rebels against divine truth. Liberation and Salvation By his glorious cross, Christ has won salvation for all men. He redeemed them from the sin that held them in bondage. For freedom Christ has set us free. In him we have communion with the truth that makes us free. The Holy Spirit has been given to us, and as the Apostle teaches, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Already we glory in the liber liberty of the children of God. Freedom and Grace The grace of Christ is not in the slightest way a rival of our freedom when this freedom accords with the sense of the true and the good that God has put in the human heart. On the contrary, as Christian experience attests, especially in prayer, the more docile we are to the promptings of grace, the more we grow in inner freedom and confidence during trials, such as those we face in the pressures and constraints of the outer world. By the working of grace, the Holy Spirit educates us in spiritual freedom in order to make us free collaborators in his work in the church and in the world. Almighty and merciful God, in your goodness take away from us all that is harmful, so that made ready both in mind and body, we may freely accomplish your will. In brief, God willed that man should be left in the hand of his own counsel, so that he might of his own accord seek his Creator and freely attain his full and blessed perfection by cleaving to him. Freedom is the power to act or not to act, and so to perform deliberate acts of one's own. Freedom attains perfection in its acts when directed toward God, the sovereign good. Freedom characterizes properly human acts. It makes the human being responsible for acts of which he is the voluntary agent. His deliberate acts properly belong to him. The imputability or responsibility for an action can be diminished or nullified by ignorance, duress, fear, and other psychological or social factors. The right to the exercise of freedom, especially in religious and moral matters, is an inalienable requirement of the dignity of man. But the exercise of freedom 
does not entail the putative right to say or do anything. Thus ends our reading today from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. The website is dailycatholiccatechism.com, and you can email me at dailycatholiccatechism at gmail.com. God bless you all, and may these teachings handed down by the Apostles of Christ strengthen your faith and lead you to everlasting life. Amen.